Welcome to the Just What I Needed to Hear podcast with Yoga Farm Ithaca, where we teach you how to live the principles of yoga both on your mat and off the mat in the living curriculum of your precious life. I personally begin each and every day with breath work to lift the energy up and circulate it through my body, and then meditation to allow myself to experience my inner world. Sometimes meditation feels um, turbulent and challenging. Sometimes there are millions of thoughts and thinking and planning. Sometimes I sink into memory and remember things from my past. Sometimes my mind moves into fantasy of imagining whatever might come to mind. And so the reason that we began the program with the the micro skills of meditation, mainly the effortlessness, remember the practices we did of just allowing the thoughts to arise and allowing them to arise? We began with that so that when we move more into the meditation practice, you know how to do that. Because in the meditation, you will continuously go back and forth between rest and restlessness, between quiet and activity, and activity is planning for activity. It's everything I just described. So there's this back and forth. It's almost like a pendulum. You know a pendulum like on a clock? A pendulum swinging? So the pendulum swinging is normal and to be expected. So your mind will naturally be in the thinking, planning, doing, remembering, fantasizing, rehashing conversations, thinking about text, about this person, about that, making up conversations. Maybe I'll say this, maybe they'll say that, maybe that'll happen, maybe it won't, maybe I'll do this. What about that project? How do I solve the problem? Maybe I'm gonna work on my art later. What does my cat want for lunch today? Right? And the space where that isn't there, And what's curious about meditation is the space where that isn't there, you don't really notice because that's all not happening. So the meditation continuously, naturally, without any effort at all, swings between these two, rest and restlessness or activity, planning for activity. However, the rest side of it, you don't notice because there aren't any thoughts there. Otherwise, you'd be on the other side. Do you get it? It's like a little bit of like a psych. So you may, your, your first-hand perception of your meditation might be there were nothing but thoughts because that's the only part that you can remember. The other side of that pendulum swing, these tiny little spaces between all of those chapters of remembering, thinking, planning, fantasizing, the conversation, this, that, he said, she said, da, 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 get the things, go, go to the store, my to-do list is a million miles long, what am I going to do, pay the bills? All that stuff has spaces in between it, and they're not genuinely, genu- generally noticeable because you're not thinking. So the goal of meditation isn't 
to stop the thoughts. The goal of meditation, the process of meditation is to give yourself some time where that space in between can infuse the rest of it with the infinite, with the sacred, with the space, with nothingness, right? Our universe is half undifferentiated, undefined, who knows what, energy, consciousness. It's not really half, who knows how, it's, it's, it's not, you can't really proportion it out. And then there's the manifest. We have the unmanifest and we have the manifest. When we go to sleep at night, where are you? You're gone. You merge with source. Okay, you merge with eternity. You merge with God. You merge with consciousness. You just do. <laughs> no choice. How much memory do you have of your six or eight hours of sleep during the night, right? Usually very little. And that's because you're awake. If you sleep through, what happened? You're gone. There's no you. There's no bank account. There's no doing. There's none of that. So your body has this oscillation. 16 hours of activity, eight hours of sleep. 18 hours of activity, six hours of sleep. 20 minute nap in between in the middle of the day, whatever. Goes back and forth. Do you see this? Goes back and forth all day, every day. You can't stop it. Try to not sleep for a few days. You'll be crazy. It's impossible. You have to sleep. So meditation is the same thing, except it's much shorter because it only takes five minutes, 10 minutes. And, and it does the same thing for your nervous system. Your nervous system is running at a much higher frequency than your body. So your body, eight hours of sleep, gone. Six hours of sleep, gone. Your nervous system can plug into source and reset itself in a microsecond. Boom. And then, oh, what about the things? So when you experience that moment of rest, of connection with source energy, you're not conscious of this until it's a very advanced meditation practice to maintain awareness in that state. So it's not that you, you, you can't maintain awareness in that state, it's that we generally don't, okay? We start at the beginning, we begin where we are. So when you experience that, when your nervous system experiences that brief plug-in to the like, you know, to the supercharge, all of a sudden there's fresh energy there and your mind immediately goes to what am I going to do with this energy? You get a recharge, it literally takes a nanosecond and you catch a charge, an updraft happens. That updraft is the shift from rest into activity or planning for activity or restlessness. These are all synonyms. Activity, planning for activity, restlessness. Thoughts. So in a 10 minute meditation, it will be five minutes of thoughts and then finally your nervous system will be like, well, I've had my peace. And that millisecond or one second or 10 seconds of rest will be there. Your head might like drop because your, your nervous system isn't even holding your, your head up. You know, you know, some of you have meditated and after a while you, found, you find your chin is like this because your nervous system is actually relaxed and you can't hold your head up if your nervous system is, you know, relaxed, completely relaxed. And then, you're like, oh, all of a sudden you've got some life force energy where you're thinking about what might come next. Oh, gotta get the cat food. 
and then the project, and then the this, and then the that. And there might, it might feel a little bit more energized or enthusiastic because some new energy is there. And then that will that'll churn for a minute or two or five, and then boom, that, that momentary plug-in happens. So the, the, the key micro skill with meditation is to, is to welcome and allow that fluctuation. You're not trying to control it. You're not trying to say thoughts are bad, silence is good, so I'm only going to experience the silence of the still mind. It's gonna happen. If you sit long enough, the thoughts give up. I guarantee it, okay? If you sit for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, some people sit for meditation for an hour, the thoughts give up. If you're, not, if you're not staying with them, if they're just arising and arising and arising and arising, it's like um, you know, a can of soda, right? Or seltzer water, right? Or bubbly. You open it up, you pour it in your glass. A day later, there's no more bubbles. That effervescence has evaporated away. Do you follow? At some point when you sit for meditation, the thoughts just give up. It's like, and it might take an hour or 30 minutes, or it might take a whole month of sitting for 15 minutes a day because there's a whole lot of bubbles in there. And sooner or later, the bubbles just, there's no more. And so at that point, something happens and you go deep. And you may not be aware of it, and yet you'll notice after meditation, you feel a little better. How many of you who have had a regular meditation or experience with meditation know that, have noticed that afterwards you feel a little better? You're a little calmer. Anyone? A little calmer afterwards, a little more centered, a little more grounded, whatever the word might be. That's because you plugged in. It's because you plugged in and it feels good. It doesn't feel good to be always in the mental space and always working with our, the apparent outer world. You can't do it all the time, just like you can't stay awake for 24 hours straight. Your body has to have sleep and if your mind, if you don't give your, your mind this chance to just bubble its stuff up and then find that way, that magical, that magical guaranteed way of connecting with source, if you don't give it that time, you start to get crazy. And that's what we see in most of our world. We see people walking around, right, full of their opinions and their need to be right and on and on and on and on. And their, their minds are in, in total chaos and this is, this is an essential tool to begin to cultivate the clear mind during your activity. And it might take months because there's a backlog. So, so don't expect instantaneous results. And yet also, every time you sit for meditation, it's also right there. The possibility is right there every time. It also doesn't need to take any time. And please, please, the thing to watch out for is the inner judge or shamer. Oh, I shouldn't have those thoughts, or why won't my mind be quiet? Just let it bubble. You poured the bubbly the seltzer water into your glass, you opened it. Like, it's going to bubble up. You don't, you're not going to try to stop it. So that's the key, is let it be, let it be, let it be.